How dare you just throw me into the uh, category of people that are going to be watching this game at home? You said, like, you'll be like me and Trav watching this game from home. No, you'll be on your couch. Well, I am, but you didn't even it's ask. Monday. <laughs> so? Where are you going to be? I could go out and watch and get pizza okay. again. Just, just out of curiosity. Yeah. Where are you going to be watching the game? Home. Okay. Then what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I just don't like that you automatically assume without asking me that you know what I'm going to do. I like I like to I like to be a man of mystery. Maybe I'm going to go out and look for cucumbers and tagine yeah. seasoning this afternoon, and I'm never coming back. You're not. You're going to be at home <laughs> watching the game on your couch. No, you know what? I'm going to do? I'm going to go out wow. tonight just to prove that you're wrong. Just just to prove that you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to go out and get some wings or some pizza or do something just to mix it up. Pretty cool, actually. The Braves, Brewers, just a game going on here at noon. This is one of the kind of the cool things. October Atlanta just hit a three run homer. So three nothing, uh, three nothing Braves. Kind of cool today. All these games just on, like on a, on a random Monday. I, I can't enjoy it yet. I can't three enjoy baseball it games plus uh, you got a Monday night football game. I, I can't get there. I the the Dodger game. I'm not even doing a bit here. No, I know. It creates real anxiety Stress. for me. I yeah. I really worry about it, and I worry about it because had Max Scherzer come off of the Cardinal game with eight innings, thirteen strikeouts, two scratch hits, like he no did runs, earlier in the season, like he did early in the <laughs> season, I'd be like, hey, you know what? Let's just have it on in the background. Mm-hmm. Let's go have some good. Now now I'm sweating it because for three times in a row he's pitched somewhere between poorly and so so. And so-so was the best of the bunch last time. Didn't get out of the fifth inning. Only gave up the one run. But there was never a point in that game out where you felt, you know what, Max Scherzer's in complete control of this thing. He's got this locked up. And so going into it today, I have no idea what to expect. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I just don't know. It's kind of a, you know, he set these expectations of, I just can't be hit. Every time I play for the but and this has been the case, every time he's pitched for the Dodgers, the Dodgers have won. It doesn't mean wild. he's got the win every time. Does that not give you a little bit of uh... No, I, I think it should give you some faith. Uh, listen, the last couple of starts for Max Scherzer is why you have kind of a certain feeling. You have a little hesitation. He had created this under one ERA. Every time I pitch, you know it's just a win and there's nothing to think about. He created this. This is Scherzer's fault for pitching basically perfect for every game that he pitches with the Dodgers. That's so true. The last two starts, last three starts, remember he had two where he gave up five runs each. Uh-huh. One of them was in Colorado, and we said, hey, he doesn't pitch good in Colorado. He said that there was— You could throw the Colorado one away until he followed it up with another one against the, the Brewers. Oh, it was the Brewers. the Brewers. Against the Brewers. Yeah. So what I think you'll get from Max Scherzer tonight, you know you're going to get the co- the competitiveness. You know you're going to get the competition. All that stuff you know you're going to get. Question just going to be, will his stuff be on or not? I, I will say this. This is kind of, you got to get this one if you're the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You got game three they, they at Dodger need- Stadium, and Max Scherzer is on the mound. This is the one you have to get, Trav, because I think tomorrow a lot of scenarios can play out based upon getting tonight's win. If you lose tonight, now whatever you had in mind, you got to move everything up forward. Now it's got to be Bueller tomorrow, right? If you lose tonight, don't you have to go Bueller tomorrow? I think you should. I don't know if it's a have to. I, I absolutely. If they lose tonight, first of all, I wouldn't it be to that this. one of those where you're in a you have to, a must win game and, and Bueller doesn't have the ball. I think it's a I think it's a must win game for both of these teams tonight. I know. No, I, I don't think so. I, I really do because what have you been saying for months? These teams are dead even. To to ask one of these two teams to beat the other two times in a row in a must you have to win both. It's asking a lot. I'm not saying it's impossible, but the giant if the Giants lose tonight, they're not thinking. Hey, we're still okay. They're not thinking that. 
And neither are the Dodgers. That's what I mean. That Both of these teams, the, this series turns on this game tonight. Let me, let me play this out for you. Let's say the Giants lose. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow they move up. They got a uh, web. They move up web. And they also know that game five would be in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I, we did this for game one. We thought game one was more important for the Giants than we thought the Dodgers. If you lose game one and now the pressure's on, you have that Saturday game with Julio on the mound, um, you can go down 0-2. It's very realistic in Scherzer. They got game one. I thought they got the one they needed. I feel like for the Dodgers tonight, this one's more important to the Dodgers than it is to the Giants. I feel, if but you- why? I, I I understand because mm-hmm. I think you're right that the team that needed the win more in Game One got it. The team that needed the win in Game Two more got it. Mm-hmm. Tonight feels like both of the if, because if you lose tonight, the mm-hmm. odds of winning the series are low. They're not zero, but they they really really low. Why I think San Francisco? Why I think the Dodgers need it more? I think the Dodgers need it more. First of all, it's Scherzer on the mound, so it's one of those aces that you have. Mm -hmm. I think the question mark about tomorrow is going to be if the Giants were to win tonight's game and they could throw Webb out tomorrow, by the way, would they do that or would they now hold them until game five? I'd I'd wait. I'm waiting for the same reason if the Dodgers win tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm going Tony Gonsolin. I want Walker Bueller and Urias who are both ready to go on Thursday, go. which you have a day off coming up on Wednesday. It sets you up kind of to have a game where we might just win tomorrow because we're that good and talented and we put up six runs and Gotsland only gave up four. I think your best case scenario is win tonight, take care of your business, yeah. pitch Tony Gonsolin tomorrow, which leaves you your best chance in a game five. And hope but, you have one of those nights where everybody hits. It, and Webb coming back on short rest, maybe maybe he's less sharp. Maybe mm-hmm. you can jump him and you can get six, seven runs. Because the, the, for the Dodgers, for me, the – there's no rhyme or reason to which offense is going to show up. They've had two games. They had four hits and no runs in the first game. And then the next night, Cody Bellinger hits a bases loaded double. A.J. Pollock gets a two-run double. Julio slaps the, a single. Julio gets a hit. They, uh-huh. You score nine runs, and it feels like there's a merry-go-round on the bases with guys in blue uniforms. Everything's cool. You're into the bullpen. You're hitting everybody. I don't know which guy's going to be here tonight. Yeah. Alex Wood has gotten hit hard by the Dodgers this year. Alex Wood's also been a pretty good pitcher this year. Max Scherzer has been Cy Young caliber good, except for he wasn't Cy Young caliber good for the last week and maybe two weeks. I don't know. I, I, I don't, and that's why I have anxiety heading into this game. I don't know what it's going to yeah, feel sweating like. Sweating and everything, you look like a mess over there. <laughs> Let's go to Camarillo Jesus. and Jeff. Jeff, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Jeff? Hey guys, I think you said everything I was going to say. You know, Max didn't. Uh... Max didn't look good Wednesday in the wild card game, but he gave up one run. I mean, the guy's ERA is two and a half. He's an elite pitcher even when he's scuffling. Plus, he had Cowboy Joe behind the plate who was erratic at best, right? So he's getting squeezed, walks that aren't walks. I think the Dodgers' doc said it best, right? They went to San Francisco. They split the series. They're home with the home field advantage now. you got Scherzer on the mound. What more do you want? I want him to have pitched well in the last couple of games. I appreciate the phone call, Jeff. No, you're, you're right. I, I do want to say one thing. First of all, that Jeff accurately identified Joe West as Cowboy Joe West. Is there a bigger problem than if an umpire has a nickname? <laughs> that if you're an umpire with a nickname, what the hell are we doing? 
You know that you've made yourself such a story over the years that we've given you a nickname. That's he a problem. He probably embraces it. He loves it. He probably's walking around he, like no, you don't know. Al, this. You don't know this man. You don't know it. this hump. He's one of those guys that probably walks into a restaurant. Hey, uh, I'm Joe West. Maybe you've heard of me as Cowboy Joe West. I would like a table, please, and free food. The problem with Joe West is okay. He's the worst thing you want in an umpire, which is a guy that wants to be seen. Hmm. He's a pretty good umpire. Hmm. He, he, he's a pretty good umpire. Angel right, Hernandez, him, yeah, who get, was behind get, the plate West on credit. Saturday night, mm-hmm. is a terrible umpire. And that he's involved in this series should make your blood run cold if you're a Dodger fan or a Giant fan because this is a guy that could screw this up at any given moment. That That's what you really don't want, not Cowboy Joe. I, I think if you're the Dodgers – you know, don't play those mind games is what it is. Whoever's the, whoever's the ump is the Not ump. Not a mind game, Al. It's a reality. I know, but whoever's the ump is the ump. What were you saying earlier about a pitch that if you were the Giants, you'd be complaining about? The pitch to Chris Taylor was strike three, that he did not call strike As three. As in, in a way, doesn't it? Doesn't, it, changed, it changed the inning completely. I know, but doesn't it average itself out? When no. you have a bad umpire, you no. have a good umpire, don't, it will average itself out. Don't put me in this position to tell you why the Giants got screwed, because they did. Okay, but that if, says a lot. If you that miss, if you're going out of your way to talk about how the Giants got screwed, I'm happy it happened. Sure, but you're going but out of your way to point it out. If you miss a call on a two-two pitch mm-hmm. in the third inning, okay, it's a bad call, and I'm upset about it. But eh, if you miss a call with two guys on base, three-two, and all the balls in the box, and you call it ball four, and now the bases are loaded, and it's a it's a one-run game, that's a big miss. Did you see, by the way? Did you see how? Um, did you see how Tampa lost yesterday? <laughs> yes. I'm at. So like, can I can I paint the scene? Taylor was at the uh, Laker game yesterday. Funches was at the Laker game yesterday. By the way, thank you for coming out and supporting the radio station. Um, I'm good. Here we are in this preseason game in the middle of October. There's action like no tomorrow. There's so th- this is my setup yesterday. John and Michael are in front of me a little bit to the left. I'm watching the KC Bills game on their TV. Okay, I'm, I'm now like picking and choosing. I got the first; it was Red Sox Tampa on the TV next to me, and then eventually it was the White Sox and Houston mm-hmm. on the TV next to me. Uh, Trav, have you ever seen that before? The way Tampa lost that game? <laughs> Never. I've, I have. I have never seen a ball. Explain hit. to those. Explain to those who are listening. There's a runner at first base. Yes. Okay, Yandy Diaz, I believe, was the runner. The Kevin Kiermeyer hits a ball over the right fielder's head, Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. The ball hits the right field wall, which in Fenway Park is two and a half feet yeah. high. It's you see guys a, go over it all the time trying to make it. It looks a like it's an elementary school where they're just keeping the kids in the yard over there. It doesn't even make any sense. Ball hits him, ricochets off the wall, off of Renfro's like hip or chest, yeah. or it's yeah. kind of hard to, and just goes over the fence into the, the, the bullpen. So it came back into play, it, hit a Red Sox player, ends up back over the fence. Double. Brown ruled double. double. By rule, that's a double, which means, hey, Diaz, nope. He, 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 I could have scored from first base if that ball stays in, in play. right? I, I could have gotten This is in the 13th inning, by the way, uh-huh. the top of the 13th inning. They would have went up by one. Instead, they end up. Instead, second and third, they get out of the inning. No the guy runs strikes come in. Him out or whatever. Guy comes right? up, pops a home run. Two run over. Lose, and game. now they're in control of this series. This is why playoff baseball Two is one now nauseating. Boston. Nauseating. Nobody did anything wrong on the Rays. All that guy did was hit a ball on the butt.
button, hit it over the left, the right fielder's head, hits it off the wall, and it's like, nope, everybody stop. And you it's stop not there, like, you stop there. Here's the other thing. You know, sometimes you might see, hey, is that guy trying to pull a fast one here? No. Was this guy doing something dirty? Was this guy trying this? No, he literally was just playing the ball off the wall, and it hit him and went over the so wall. So here's the deal. I had no idea what that rule is. Like, I, I know I either, yeah. baseball rules pretty well. I, I understand what's happening 98% of the time. This was one of those, I'm looking at the umpires and saying, I have no idea what just happened. You guys got to figure this out. And then once they put the rule up on TV, you're like, yeah, that's that's what it. That's exact. They had a rule for that exact situation. He didn't do it on purpose. It was inadvertent, and they lost the game because of it. Kike had a great line after he's gone. Hey, look, they did it right, and it's one of those things you hadn't seen it before, but uh, we won, which is exactly what you want if you're a Red Sox fan. And that's why I'm still anxious, but, uh, no matter how much I talk about this about tonight. Well, I, I say that only because. These games have been fantastic. Even that game yesterday between the White Sox and the uh, and the Astros, couple controversial plays towards the end there. All that was going on, and while all that was going on, I was watching the Lakers have 23 turnovers yesterday. All right, we're going to take some more phone calls, and I want to ask you a question. The Kev? listeners can get in on this as well. 877-710-3776. Who's the best quarterback in Los Angeles? Who's the best quarterback in Los Angeles? Plus, we got Million Dollar Monday. So if you want a chance to win tickets to the Lakers and the Warriors on opening night, if you want a chance to win tickets to the Lions and the Rams coming up in a couple of Sundays, and you want a chance to win a million dollars, call right now. 877 calling right now. 877-710-3776. 877-710-3776. You're going to want to know a little bit of Rams, you're going to want to know a little bit of Lakers, and you got a chance to win some very very cool prizes. That's all next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number 1 pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Million Dollar Monday, Al. Here's what's on the line. Laker opening night tickets. No, no, just do it, just do it in order. Million Dollar Giveaway. No, that's... <laughs> it's, then no, we it's do not, the Rams, it's not, Lions. It's not Million Dollar Giveaway. It's and then a Lakers Million Dollar and the Warriors. Giveaway. A Million Dollar Giveaway, potentially. Rams and Lions, SoFi Stadium. If you yep. haven't seen SoFi, you're going to love it. You're going to love what the Rams I, are putting on Personally, I would have done a couple different things there, but... <laughs> And Lakers opening night against the Golden State Warriors. That's a pretty good way to do it. Where do you want to go first? I don't know. How do we do this? What We're do we gonna... determine? How about this? Wait, don't don't say anything. All right. Taylor, give me a number, one through ten. Just give me a number. Seven. All right, we're going with seven. <laughs> good job, Slee. <laughs> good well. One through five. Give me a number, one through five. <laughs> three. All right, number three. We're going to go to Huntington Beach, and is it Parth? Parth, are you there? Yeah, it's Parth. Thanks. Okay, Parth. What's Parth, your last lot, name, Parth? Lot riding on the line here, buddy. <laughs> I know. My last name is Patel. Parth Patel. Okay. Would you like a Rams question or a Lakers question? Uh, let's go Lakers question. All right. Al, hit him with a Lakers question. All right. Um, Parth, who became head coach for the Lakers when Phil Jackson left following a 2004 loss in the NBA Finals to the Detroit Pistons? Um, oof. 
Let's see. Five, I was only freaking like 10 years old. Three, um, two, one. I need your answer, Parth. John, let's see. Come on, Parth. That's it, buddy. To buzz Sorry, you, buddy. It's over. Yeah. Frank, it's over. Frank Sorry. Hamlin? All right. Nope, that was not Frank Hamlin. That's not the answer. All right. Let's try. Wait, let's. Can I? Yeah. Can we do? He had seven last time. Can <laughs> we go seven now? All right. We can do seven. This is good news for you, Jesse. Jesse in Los Angeles. Jesse, are you there? Jesse. Okay. Never, I'm never not going happen. back to seven. Seven's I'm not going Let's go to, to Adrian in Southgate. Adrian, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Adrian. What's your last name, Adrian? Garcia. Adrian Garcia in Southgate. Come on, Adrian. Rams or Lakers? Lakers. All right, hit him, Slee. By the way, I'm not surprised here. Yeah. Going, <laughs> going Lakers here. Okay, um, Adrian. Which player did the Lakers trade for his older brother? Oh, you guys cut off. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. Sure. Three, two. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> which player did the Lakers trade for his older brother? Mark Gasol. There we go. Congratulations, Adrian. Adrian, you're the man. You're the man right there. Adrian, Adrian wins. Adrian is our winner for today. So here's what I need from you next, Adrian. I need a Super Bowl prediction. I need both the teams and the final score. Uh, let's say, oh, my God. It's helping getting a couple weeks in. People might not put <laughs> yeah. the Chiefs in it anymore. Right? Yeah. Um, Who do you got, Adrian? Give us, give us the two teams and uh, a score. You know what? I'm going to probably have to go, even though I'm not a Rams fan. Okay. Rams. I'm probably going to have to go Rams. Who do you uh, got at the AFC? That might go down to Tampa Bay again. No, that's in the – I mean – Give us the AFC. Yeah, Give us an AFC team. Other half of the drama, man. Oh, um, I'm gonna say Kansas City again. All right, I final like score. Rams and Kansas City. Right. Final score. Uh, Rams 24, Kansas City 17. Okay, all right, 24 17. The Rams over Kansas City. That's Adrian Garcia from Southgate. You're gonna get to go stay see on the line. By the SoFi. way, SoFi. Yes, yeah, stay on the line. You're gonna get to go see SoFi and the Rams and the Lions. You're gonna get to go see Laker opening night Warriors and Lakers from the suite. It's a pretty good prize, Adrian. Congratulations. Ooh, thank, thank you, you buddy. Thanks for playing. You got it. stay on the line. Not too bad. Not too bad, right there. Uh, I think other they, than the Tampa Bay against the Rams in the yeah, Super Bowl is pretty good. Well, that's why when we asked him, hey, you want a Rams question or a Lakers question, said, I'll take Lakers. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll take Lakers. There you go. That, by the way, pretty good answer on the Marcus All. That was. I, I don't know if I would have gotten that as quickly as Adrian did. Not too bad. Um, the number seven didn't work out. No, number I don't know seven, why you yes, kept, you kept hitting out. that number it didn't work seven. Out. Like, seven. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's nobody. We've only got five people on hold right now. Seven. I had. I had yeah, but there's. Only- I had a three-team parlay <laughs> on, on what calls we were going to take. So I was really pushing for number seven. Nobody. I don't think. At least not on our show. Nobody has picked the Chargers as the AFC representative. I, I would think that the deeper into the season we go, we're going to start to get a little Charger. Did we get a Buffalo. That. I think we got a Buffalo. I think we've had Kansas City and one Buffalo. I think you're right along the way. Here's the question: KC is going to start changing. Well, or they're going to. I would have changed get it more this week. I think I would have too. Just, yeah. I mean, the numbers are telling you that they're not going to go, but who knows? Bu- Buffalo, it's week six, man. Buffalo You've got seventeen because, weeks to go. Buffalo because they had a really good season last year and they were in the playoffs. Like this is, could be part of their progression. Who's the best quarterback in LA right now? Is it Matt Stafford or is it Justin Herbert? Mm. Just let, let, let's do this a couple of different ways. Okay, right now mm-hmm. the twenty twenty one season. Who do you want as your just quarterback? this season? Just this season. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to say Stafford because I'm going to want experience. I'm going to want a guy that I think in the playoffs, okay, he's been there, he's done it. Even though he's lost three uh, playoff games, at least he's been there. He's played X amount of games in the league. He knows a lot of predicaments and situations and the ups and the downs. Um, and I think a lot of people would disagree with me. I would. And you know how much I love Matt Stafford, and I think he's really good. This is Let's be very clear here. This isn't if you pick one guy, you think the other guy's a bum. I think Matt Stafford's really good. I think he's played really well. So through if the Justin first five Herbert years. was on the Rams today, you think they got a better shot at a Super Bowl? Just honestly, I, I, I you do. think they got a better I, shot I, at a Super I Bowl? I think that the experience, wow. the experience factor that you brought up is a good one. That that Justin Herbert has zero playoff experience. Damn, the fact that he's okay? even in that conversation but, in his second year is pretty damn impressive. Let's go through this. Mm-hmm. Okay, there there are two types of quarterbacks, right? Guys that have really big eyes and guys that don't. Mm-hmm. And what I'm talking about is when Justin Herbert, keep, keep in mind, Justin Herbert became a starter in this league in the first week of the season because the Charger doctor punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung with an injection. Okay, that Tyrod Taylor plays it, maybe, and maybe he plays really well. Maybe they get off to a really good start, and that team's rolling, and we don't see Justin Herbert either till the halfway point or later in the season. Who knows, right? Butterfly effect. We, we have no idea. But instead, punctures his lung, and they say, "Um, dude, you got to go today, mm-hmm. week one." Cool, look good. Has looked good every time since. There's never been a moment where you watch it. Not that he hasn't made mistakes. Not that he hasn't made a bad throw and learned from. But it's never. What the hell's going on out here? I don't know. Did, have, did you watch Trey Lance yesterday? Did he seem like he had a feel for what was going on out no. there? Have you watched uh, 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 Zach Wilson in New York? Watch Sam Darnold five years into his career. Watch Jared Goff six years into his career. Watch Derek Carr. I don't know how long he's been, eight, nine years. There's still these moments where you feel like they don't even know what they're looking at. Not None of that with Herbert. Well, it's interesting, too, because none of it. You know the things we usually say about the great quarterbacks – is, well, if Aaron Rodgers has a minute left on the clock, Mm -hmm. he's going to drive down and get that field goal. Mm -hmm. If Tom Brady, if Drew Brees, just kind of go through your your Russell Wilsons, the guys that you want them to have the ball towards the end. He's one of those guys. So far, if you're just looking at this season for Justin Herbert, yesterday they drove down against – they were at one point down 14. And I was walking around at home, even though I was probably just still laying on the couch, thinking to myself, I got Trav this week again in the NFL pickums. Then all of a sudden, um, the Chargers come back, Justin Herbert comes back. Go back a couple weeks ago against Kansas City Chiefs. Uh The coaching staff for the Chargers made a decision. We want Justin Herbert to have – we will take our chances with this dude with a ball in his hands rather than our defense against Patrick Mahomes or let's use the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen versus a defense that's out there. He is very quickly becoming one of those quarterbacks where – just make sure he has the ball Give him in a his chance. hands at the end of the game. He'll find a way to get some points. On My the board. best chance of winning is with him on the field. Whether that means going forward or fourth down or or giving up. Like we saw it happen yesterday. There are the not Browns, too many quarterbacks. The you Browns can say that pushed too. Austin Eckler into the end right. zone, right? So yeah. they they were basically saying our best chance isn't to get a stop right here. Our best chance is to get Baker Mayfield back and go get more points. That's what they were playing for. Okay. That's what I think the Chargers are playing for. That's what teams with really good quarterbacks are playing for. Does my guy get it or not? Because let me use this. This is a bad analogy, but I think it illustrates the problem. If it's bad, I will let you know. I was really good at math Mm -hmm. up until I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you go go into geometry. Yeah, I got that. Algebra. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Algebra 2. Yep, got that. Little trig. Yeah, I got it. And then all of a sudden you go to that college math. It's like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what this is. pretty good analogy. I I have no understanding of what this is. 
These are these quarterbacks, right? High school, tear it up. Get a scholarship. Go yep. to college. Mm-hmm. Tear it up. Get drafted in the NFL. And then you step in on the field. Like, I don't know what's happening. This mm-hmm. is moving way too fast. I, and it's not that I'll get it eventually. I kind of get it. I don't get it. Jared Goff's never going to get it. Guys like Derek Carr, never going to get it. They can have moments does, does where— Does Matt Stafford get it? Yeah, I think he does. I think so, he's been on a bad team his whole career. So I want to I wanna take a—I want to point this out then. Because if you think Matt Stafford gets it, but mm-hmm. he's been on a bad team his entire career, you have just made the case in a very, very short sample size, but probably big enough for you to say, you know what, no, no, I, I've seen enough of him. He's playing against good opponents. He's going up against good teams. Monday night football game against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. It took care of the Raiders as if they weren't even there. And I'm not counting the KC game, and I'm not even counting that Browns game from yesterday. You are taking a quarterback in Matt Stafford everything he's accomplished, how mm-hmm. excited you were about him uh, coming to the Rams, how many times you remind, I say it as a joke, but there's also a lot of truth to it, you remind a lot of Rams fans, how good does it feel to have this quarterback? Comfort. A guy that you have incredible amount of confidence in, mm-hmm. what you're saying is you would rather have the guy that's played how many games so far in the NFL? And this is 21. I'm, I'm not going against what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. more complex. I, I know how much you know the game of the NFL, how much you like Matt Stafford, and you're saying that you'd rather have Herbert than you would Stafford, that's more of a compliment to Justin Herbert. I don't, I don't think it's a knock on Stafford. I think Herbert's special. You know, and, and at any given time, how many quarterbacks do you have in the league that are special? If you're lucky, five or six. If By the way, everybody is saying that right now in the league. He feels special. It's just And it's just that complete Effortless, control. too. He, he, this is not unlike some other things we've talked about. If this is what he's like green – What's he going to look like when he's polished? What's he going to look like when he's been around, when he's had a chance to go up against a Bill Belichick or a Sean McVay or an Andy Reid or Pete Carroll or all these coaches that have been around a million years and know how to turn rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks and tie them in knots? Right? We see, we've seen it all the time. And this guy has not really seen that. What's he going to look like once he's got a few of those scars on him? By the way, this could also have a lot to do with you got a coach – in his rookie, a rookie coach walking into the league saying he knows what he has and he's willing to lose with that guy. That makes sense? Yeah. You know, a lot of times head coaches will lose because their defense or they'll lose because they got too conservative. He's willing to either, either I'm winning this game or I'm losing it, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to let history dictate. I'm not going to let other people dictate what I should be doing. He's doing it, putting the ball in Justin Herbert's hands. The Lakers have not won a preseason game yet. Why do you have to do that? We because were, we were, <laughs> this came out of nowhere. No, we're getting ready. I want I want to know how far before you're hitting, pulling the fire alarm before we get down the uh, to the regular season. Plus, plus, we get a chance tomorrow. It looks like we're going to finally see the big three in action. So we can kind of give what we'll uh, spend uh, our expectations will be tomorrow night. Stay right here. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Travis and Slewa show on seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Dodgers tonight. You can hear the game right here on 710 ESPN. I'll be the one gnawing my fingernails down to the nubs and pacing in my living room. Like, my wife is out of town, so I'm, I'm home with yeah. just me and, and Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need somebody in the house to tell me to calm down. I need somebody to say, will you sit down and stop? You're, you're ruining this for everybody. I need somebody that has some emotional maturity in this yeah. thing. So you want to come over and yell at me? You think, you think you're nervous? I mean... Tomorrow, game five of preseason against the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take your word for it. By the way, pretty funny. So yesterday, Russell Westbrook Wait, has... hold on a second. Is there something going on in there? Did Amanda Brown just go get coffee for everybody and not offer you and me a coffee? Well, she Is did that t- what happened? No, she said that there's plenty of coffee in the in the kitchen. <laughs> just go get I one of those bags. She just did. Handing she out just did. custom yep. coffees, yep. and then you and I are just in here. She actually said, hey, you guys just split one of those coffee pods. Water it down a little. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to... We're working on a budget here, buddy. I'm not feeling working so on a budget. I'm not feeling so good about myself anymore. I don't, I don't like that at all. It's refreshing. Yeah, it, it t- looks. T- it t- looks t- like it. it. It looks like something I would have. Oh, liked look at them! They're even opposite. cheersing to yeah, us. Yeah, they're they t- <laughs> toasting. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. No, cheers, no, Taylor. No, no cheers. Problem, guys. Super cool. Not a problem at all. Yeah, preseason game number five, Al. I'm sure you've done Still a wonderful the job. Faucet water on the preseason. I'm sure the halftime and first quarter and third quarter and post game hits are it. all wonderful. Killing it. I'm going to have to take your word for it because until they have all their guys out there, so until I think, we see them competing for real, I've just got my foot on. I the think break. we got it back. I think tomorrow. So, coach mentioned uh, yesterday that LeBron's going to play in the final two preseason games. Two games left. Okay. I think we will get a chance tomorrow for the first time to see LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. Okay. The question that I would have, and you know, whether you're paying attention to the preseason or you're not, I think it's fair not. to say, I think it's fair <laughs> to say, is, are you playing decent basketball? Like, are there are there lineups that you're looking at? Say, oh wow, that's a good lineup. The that results you can use. say that they're not playing decent basketball. They're not playing good basketball. Yeah. They're not. And and just to just to be frank on it, I know all the games don't count. I'm well aware of that. Uh, do I wish that yesterday, for example, there was a little bit better of a show for Laker fans at Staples Center when they come out? Yeah, I do. I wish they don't lose by 29 and you got some fans. <laughs> Isn't that kind of a buyer beware situation, though? If you, if you buy... <laughs> That's a good way to put if, it. If, if, you if, should if, say it on the yeah. back of the ticket for <laughs> yeah. preseason games. You are entering a preseason basketball <laughs> game. You are entering a Los Angeles Rams exhibition football game. You are entering Stafford a Dodger playing. spring training baseball game. Your expectation need to be zero, zero when you step through these doors. Okay, so this is what we get a chance to see tomorrow. By the way, you're probably right. When you put it that way, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Tomorrow, it'd be nice if we could see a half of decent basketball. Trav, mm-hmm. I, look, let, let me explain what I'm saying. A week from tomorrow, the regular season starts. Like, so we have the Golden State Warriors. Then the very next, a couple days later, I think they have the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. You know how teams get when they want to. When you got the Los Angeles Lakers on your schedule, you get up for those games. Of course, those games mean something, sure. right? Especially a team that just a year ago today won an NBA championship. It's LeBron James, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So what I'm hoping for tomorrow is LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. Can we just get a little bit of a taste? Like I'm not, I'm not telling you that. I'm not. You know, if you're going to use as an example the preseason, the regular season is more of like okay, you're getting closer to the entree, right? Like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's the idea. These well, aren't even the appetizers. This isn't even the basket of bread on the table. Then what is it? <laughs> it's nothing. Okay. You're in the parking lot. So you're parking the car. <laughs> can we can we get a little bit of a taste of what we can have? This isn't about getting the result. This isn't about winning a preseason it. game. It's it. not about any of that. 
But can we have a stretch of 10, 15 minutes of a game where we're like, hey, that's some good, that's some good basketball right there? It would be nice, but I, I don't think it's necessary. You know what I mean? I, if the Lakers come out, what did you say, is a week from Wednesday, opening night? Week from tomorrow. We, week okay, from week Tuesday. from Tuesday. Opening night against the Warriors. And the Lakers come out and let's say they lose by 12 points. Mm-hmm. Okay. They lose by 10. And it looks a little disjointed. It looks a little ragged, whatever. In the regular season? Yeah. Regular season start? Yep. Yeah. And it's eh. until the guys, Westbrook, LeBron, AD, Mello, the, the, uh, Ellington, all, all of these guys, none, until we get to see how all the pieces fit together in a real competitive environment, not in a, hey, let's go break a sweat, guys, but take it easy environment. I'm not going to get too worked up about it. So if they lose, and like you said, was it 12 of 15 out of the game? 12 of 15. 12 of 15 at Staples, at Staples Center. That's yeah. So you would think of those 12 games, they should probably win eight, you know, give or take. You're at home, whatever it might be. But you get bunk beds in here. Eh. Is there space for bunk beds? Just under, right on the desk. Just clear these monitors off. You're right fine. Here. Put a bunk bed there, a bunk bed there, Airbnb. It's it. going to be hard to get me super invested in the result of any of this stuff until we get close to Christmas. Again, it really I, is. I'm going to go back to in the preseason, you don't have to win the games, but you want to actually take a listen to this. I want, I want you to play I want you to play something from Russell Westbrook. Do you see it on there? There's the third clip there of Westbrook on turnovers. He's talking about his turnovers. So, Westbrook had a total of 15 turnovers in the – he's only played two preseason games. He had 15 turnovers. If you see it, I think this it is. actually is going to play along to what you're saying. This is not – the turnover stuff is on me. But good thing they don't count. <laughs> so, I turned that bitch over 15 times. I might do nothing about it. <laughs> it's all good. It's on me, though. Easy fix, though. Very easy. Uh, just because um, timing, just timing. Guys getting used to my, my speed, my pace, my timing, where I'm at on the floor. Um, me just getting my timing back on passing. Um, and <clears throat> not worried about that. I'd rather get them out now and then, you know, I'll be able to figure out and make the game easy, uh, you know, for everybody else around me. So they're definitely on me. Nothing with the offense. I'm, I, I still need to figure out, but those are all personal era timing and, you know, Somebody can figure out. Safe to say, Trav, Russell Westbrook doesn't sound too concerned no. with. And turn I think that, that plays. Turn that thing over 15 times. <laughs> Why I love not? That. I want to hear that. If, if it wasn't 45 seconds, I want to hear just that portion again. But <laughs> I, I think he, you know, obviously he keeps saying this. A lot of the league players are saying this. Okay, we'll just, okay we got to run through the motions here until things actually matter. All right, let's try a phone call here. Uh, Eric in Los Angeles. Eric, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, I go to a lot of the Laker games, and I was really looking forward to this year. And I'm, obviously, it's super early and stuff, but we look horrible. It, the offense, there's our offense is not clicking. It's so stagnant. I don't know if that's because you got guys out each and every night. So it'll be nice to see the big three, you know, tomorrow hopefully. Um, but we we look really bad, and I know it's preseason. I know it's not, you know. It's nothing. It's nothing. Just like the interview you just had with Russell, it's it's nothing to like look into too deep. But it 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 it's kind of taking me off guard a little bit. How uh, how bad the offense and the defense has looked so. Yeah, but far. Eric, if if LeBron hasn't even stepped on the court yet, I mean, can I you really that. even evaluate it? No, I mean that's why you got to take everything into you know moderation and in sample size. So you know you you, you kind of you can't you can't look too deep into it, but. I mean, it's it's, and I know we've played good teams. Like last night, um, I left after the third quarter. It was just embarrassing. That third quarter was <laughs> embarrassing. Um, so, Eric, let me it, let me jump in for a quick second. And Trav, I'm going to go back to this. You're right. 
what can you really take away from it? But I'm going to go back to my original start. And I understand what you're saying, you know, a little pre all that stuff. Laker fans are excited about this squad. They should be. Right? Like, they're they're excited about this team. They they're, should be. They're excited the mere fact that you're going to have three all-stars, three MVP caliber players playing every single night. you got all these other veterans. The only thing they're not expecting is to lose by 29, lose by... <laughs> Look, I get it. There's some of that, I, too, that I think comes into play. I, I've said this to you. You just kind of want to walk away. Hey, that was a good brand of basketball, or these guys are really trying. I, 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 I don't think that's been the case. I get all of that. I get all of that. But the guys that are going to play are not playing. The guys that are going to play together are not playing together. The guys that are playing either will get far fewer minutes or they'll get a lot more minutes, guys like AD, when it's go time. It's it's trying to look at a building when it's halfway through with construction and saying, I like that or I, I don't know. I, I, we got to wait till everything's done. You got to wait till everything's in place. I The Lakers are going to be really good. Even if it doesn't work at its best, even if it's not everything fits together perfectly, it's still going to be pretty good, and I'm just I, – I cannot get emotion. I get it. The Dodgers tonight, I'm going to be climbing the walls and living and breathing on every pitch. And when we get to May, I'll feel like that about the Lakers. I just I, – I cannot share in anybody's frustration of the offense doesn't look right. Well, it's not the offense that they're going to have. They, their guys aren't playing. You're a Clipper fan. Exactly. That's well it. said. That was a much easier way to say that. That I'm a Clipper fan. I figured it out. Yeah, you should go on some of those Clipper message boards. They love me. I'm super popular there. They, they think that I'm awesome. You know what's coming up next, Al? We got the dump. The dump on Travis Hensley, 710 ESPN. You know what I don't want to be around for? A world where the Astros get back to the World Series and win it and can say, see, I don't. I do not want to be I was a part not of ready that. For that. I do not want to be a part of that. I was not ready. I thought we just said, "Hey, we'll be right back," and then we came right back. Like I just looked at one thing on my computer and I saw my red light go back on. <laughs> what did you want to take a nap? No, I, I didn't know what happened. <laughs> you just take you put gave shoes me a look back like, on. Uh, hey, like, you, you might want to sit up and on. Get, get get ready to sit do up this. and do your job. <laughs> <laughs> the Astros got rained out today. I just I have this feeling that the Dodgers and the Astros could play each other in the World Series, and it scares me to death because I I no I, I, I think you should be, them. I think you should be down for that. I think it would be that much sweeter, that much more. Listen, there will be an edge to that Dodgers team like no nobody's been. If you think there's an edge to Dodgers Giants right now, whole different. And I think the entire baseball world will be rooting with the Dodgers. Oh, no question to about stick that. Stick it to the Astros, including the Giants. No question about that. That that will come around that way if it goes that way. But okay, they're good, and they have a chip on your shoulder or their shoulder, I should say. That's real. It's, they they believe it. Nightmare scenario. Okay, play out a nightmare scenario. Giants and the Astros are in the World Series. <laughs> I, 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 it's those, easy. It's easy for me. I, I think it is yeah. for me too. It's the Giants. I yeah, I was going to say Giants. I, and you I, scared I, me there for I a second. Really, I thought you were going to say Astros. I really like, do why? think that's the only scenario on earth that there, gets me the, to root for the Giants. But there's a reason that one is just. It's Pick one thing. Any it's, other it, no, no, no. But but it's one thing to compete in sports and go against the squad because uh, they're your rival or they've had an incredible amount of success. It's another thing to go against or compete against somebody who just straight up cheated. Like they cheated. You know what I mean? 
So it's if it was Giants and the Astros, yeah. the fact you'd pick Giants shows that you're a Clippers just, and a Giants fan. Let's just make sure that we the Dodgers today. win tonight so I can be in a good mood tomorrow and get ready for Wednesday, or Tuesday, I should say. Just all the things in the world come together a little bit easier. Let's go to the dump right now. All right. According to various reports, Rich Paul and the 76ers have been working on a deal to get Ben Simmons back on the court in Philly to play for the 76ers. Let's go. Do you think he's going to play for Philly, or do you think this is one of these, hey, we can't trade you while you're sitting at home. you got to come in here so we can pretend that we get along, and then we can trade you. Um, I think the Philadelphia 76ers have handled a lot of this stuff so poorly. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I think the only thing they could do at this point is bring him back. To play or to yeah. move him, I think bring him back, and I think for, I think for Ben Simmons, you kind of you held out as long as you possibly could, and I think there comes a point where you know your bluff is only going to work for so long. You're under a four year contract with uh-huh. the squad. Oh no, he could. You're stay losing out forever. You're losing money, and by the way, they're going to pay him all that money back. This will be part of the. I guarantee you, it's going to be okay. What do we owe you? Eight point two five. Yeah, it was sitting in this account. Why don't you go ahead and transfer that over to Mister Ben Simmons' account? <laughs> um, I think he is going to come back. And I think it will be incredibly awkward, <laughs> and I think it will be weird, and it? I think Sixer fans will go after him. Yeah, but he's also a, a really, really, really good young basketball player. That if you don't want him on your squad, you better prop him back up so I, you could trade him down. I the think road. that's why they brought him back in because they did, was it, it was last week, right? Where Embiid did it all over again. Mm-hmm. Embiid insulted him again last week. Well, Embiid basically was like, "Listen, I want you back. We'd love to have you back here. We need you." And then Embiid a couple days later was like. Look, if you don't want to come back, Fine. it's disrespectful to this team, <laughs> disrespectful to the organization. Why don't you go hit a jumper every once in a while? He did everything but say that. All right. Magician Chris Angel had a magic trick yesterday at Allegiant Stadium before the Bears and the Raiders. He was suspended 100 feet in the air, upside down, and apparently in a straight jacket and escaped in just 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. Are you a magic guy, Slee? Are you like, ooh, magic, cool? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that magic. Uh, just the, the description of, I don't think, if I was a magic guy, I'm no longer a magic guy. Well, you can still be a magic I don't know what guy. That was. You, can, you can be there over there in your wrongness. Okay, I didn't watch this. I didn't watch this. Who's the dude? I, I'm forgetting the name off the top of my head. Who's Harry the magician? Houdini. No, who's the magician? That David Copperfield. Goes to all the, uh, goes to some of the sporting, he was at the Lakers practice facility, I think, oh, a couple uh, of years David ago. Oh, David Blaine. David Blaine. Blaine. Okay. These guys kind of scare me. Why? I mean, David Blaine, I think, like... Has that look in his face, huh? No, he will chew glass. Like, there's certain things. He went on Joe Rogan and did some stuff as well. like chewing glass. That's the whole point. I don't know. This I don't either. Is, I don't. So here's my. That's here. the part that 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 I get confused about. I, I'm more scared of ro- robots. If you're asking me, <laughs> yeah. No, see, that's a real. To. I don't know how to get out of a straitjacket hanging from a rope over yeah. a football. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to eat glass. Can I tell you something? If I tie my shoe in a knot, I I might have to cut the shoelace <laughs> to just take my shoe off. All of those things. I, I, I don't know how the ace of spades ended up in my back pocket before I even walked up on stage. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know, but I know you didn't use magic to do it. Do we want to? We got to get George in here. Can we get George in here? You could, apparently you're, George, you're doing here. your own show over there. You're not paying attention. No, I'm paying attention. What do you got? Here's the thing. About a week and a half ago, uh-huh. we did National Taco Day. Uh huh. Every time now we see Jorge, uh-huh. what happens? Jorge always throws up a number <laughs> yeah, six. Well, he's six. a bad guy. I think he's trolling me. I think okay. he's doing it on purpose. Friday, he was justifying his reasoning. And I'm like, well, you got to come on air. He's like, yeah, Travis telling me to call in all this yeah. stuff. I'm like, 
Jorge, you literally are in studio when we're doing our All show. Right. All right, so take us through it. You said we were talking – Al and I both agreed that carne asada was number By the way, one. the man right here. That's a, The man oh, right thank here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. So take, take us through it. No, so carnitas is number one. Why? Chorizo number two. Okay. I forgot my list. Fish and, and shrimp <laughs> are somewhere fish, there. Fish, yeah, you had, you anyway, had chicken abnormally chicken, high. Yeah, yeah, chicken. You had like chicken like second or is, third. The point is, third. asada comes in six. Because it's a go-to taco. Right. Like That's you can the go, point. <laughs> right. But you can go to any pizza joint and get a pepperoni pizza. That's what I told you. Uh-huh. You can go and get pepperoni at any pizza joint. You can't get carnitas anywhere. Okay, but that's like saying this. Let's say you have a guy that always comes through in the clutch. You're going to bat him seventh in the lineup because he always comes through in the clutch? Like, why is But why Why is carne asada being penalized for being... Because it's always there. You can find it anywhere. Sixth? Yeah, sixth. I'd rather have my asada in a burrito or a quesadilla. Well, that, that, that's fine too. There's many, many different Who delivery devices. Who pronounces it better, him or you? Him. Let's see. Say Urias. Urias. Oh, there you go. Not bad. I, I heard you say Urias. Oh no, I've, I've been, I've been. <laughs> He's had Urias. I look. I, I still go back to when you gave me the phonetic spelling, yeah, yeah. and I've been, Urias. I pulled it up. Urias. What do you guys think of him? Pretty good, huh? I like your lid. You got a little Julio hat going on right there. You got the Mexican flag yeah, on the underneath the bill. Oh, that's not. It's not okay. all bad. Question. Okay. By the way, that's a gift from Bergman that hooked that's him a up. Fantastic gift. It's too. a great gift. Fantastic cool. gift. By the way, we've got. You ever nothing. gotten a gift we've got from nothing. Bergman? Amanda out here tossing <laughs> coffees, coffees to everybody. We're getting nothing. I'll bring you guys tacos next time. Hey, okay, no. that's not a taco. Hold on, really quick. <laughs> we, why have you been holding out on me? What do you mean? Why have you not told me that I have to hit the cucumber in the fruit cart? Because we were talking about it today. We stopped at the, the fruit stand he yesterday. To, he was in and Vegas. I was, in, I was on my way back from Vegas. We stopped mm-hmm. at Baker. Guys got the cart. I'm like, we're going to go get some watermelon, right? So we got right. a big bunch of watermelon. And I'm looking at those cucumbers like, who gets those? I said it on the air, and everybody's telling me how oh, much yeah. I'm missing out. With lime and salt. Yes. And, and, oh, and, and photos. Yes. You just look at my Twitter feed. Nothing but, but cucumbers. cucumbers. Oh, man. No, you guys are, see, you guys are doing it wrong. You guys got to do that. Leave the asada for another What occasion. else am I missing out on? What other secrets uh, are you keeping? I don't know. Well, we're running out of time. I'll, I'll let you know off the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jorge. All right, guys. Yeah. All right. We uh, got that part settled. Y- you never really answered the question if you're a magic guy or not. So I would I would lean much more towards no. Yeah. It's, it's the correct answer. Much more towards no. 46 years ago, Saturday Night Live made its premiere on NBC. 46 years it, it, ago. Is there two camps on this? You're either all in on Saturday Night Live or you're Feels not? Feels like it. Feels like it. I feel like I have friends that are like, "Hey, Saturday Night Live is on." They're excited, and then other friends are like, "Bro, I've not, I have watched it. Haven't watched it in 15 years." So I was in, more in Vegas on Saturday night. Right, mm-hmm. came back from dinner. My son and I were in the hotel room. We're getting ready to crash. He's got baseball the next morning. I flip on the TV. Saturday Night Live is on. Kim Kardashian. I watched. It was good. Do- she was really funny. Yeah, she pulled off a monologue. It, Al, I, really? my jaw was. It was on good. The it was. Kardashian. She was pretty good. I was. My jaw was on. Not good only for were her, because look, I get it. She doesn't write the jokes. They, yeah. they have a team of people that. She delivered those jokes really, really. I've never had anything other than quasi negative associations with her, just because her deal doesn't interest me. Yeah, she was really funny, really funny. Now, you know, she's I think not of, John Belushi. Yeah, but, but, you know. but you know, I think of 46 years ago when you say SNL, mm. like I could go to some of my favorite skits. One of my favorite skits of all time is a cowbell, right? Oh, a cowbell, great. Will Ferrell, right? A lot of them are Will Ferrell based. Um, but I also think there's so many, you just said like you have this special host come in. There's been yeah. some great special hosts that come in. Peyton Manning. 
he was when he hit the kid in the back of the head with the football is maybe the funniest moment in Saturday Night Live history. One more very quickly here. J.R. Smith, first official college golf there match today, shot an 81. So he's going to have to tighten up a little bit if he's going to compete at uh, North Carolina A&T. But good on J.R. for being a part of that golf team. I, I love that story. Yeah, it's a cool story. And by the way, uh, J.R. Smith uh, still getting paid here after his NBA career ends. <laughs> Not too uh, bad. Pond. ESPN app or on iTunes, search the Travis and Sliwa show. Get the full three hours. All right, full three hours tomorrow. We got you covered as well. Dodger game tonight. We're going to break all of that down for you. Plus, we've got Mason and Ireland coming up here in just a little bit. The baseball game that was supposed to be on rained out. That's going to be rescheduled. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.